come off. <laughs> Welcome that, that, back. That's a cool Hi. intro, like how, how you cut up over the intro. Yeah, you like that, huh? Yeah. That brings I, you back to your rapper days. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, let's just better, jump right into this. You better stop. Jana, go stop. check it out on YouTube. Yes. We recording. Oh, my Jesus. And he has a rap video on YouTube. I ain't YouTube. scared of you, motherfuckers. I need to... I want to see it for real, for real, because yeah. I haven't seen it. So if you go to Dana Keith Film Ooh. on YouTube. No, you ain't going to find it there. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. You just, well, just type in Dana Keith on YouTube, and you're going to find all kinds of yeah, videos that pop up. if you type in Dana up. Keith on YouTube, I might pop up there. You got a fan club. At the time when I was a rapper, I had a different name. Dana what? Lally. Yeah, it was Dana D- Lally, the <laughs> rapper. <laughs> See a lot. A lot of people don't know this. Like, and this is a hilarious intro. We didn't even introduce ourselves. Okay. Okay. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. All right. My name is Leah, and I am the host of Between the Sheets with Leah. We've got my co-host here, the one and only Miss Whitney. W H I T N E. One, is- two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And Dana Keith. <laughs> what? <laughs> Father, filmmaker, creator. What you three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Elms in my bank so account. So let's talk about that. Why did you do that, Whitney? Oh, why well, did you do that? That's, These that's lovely your, that's people. Your sound check. These, that's the sound check. These lovely people that we got to shoot Fox Twenty One News. Twenty One News with. This is the plug. They were they were I prepping for the did. mic, and they were like. <gasps> They spelled out their first name. Like the Real way aggressive. she did it when they were like, Mike, check. Right. And she, she said did it, it loud, really loud. Leah, L-E-A, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You want to know why she does that? Why? It's because when she goes to to do her thing and she's acting excited about whatever she's talking about, yeah. you don't want to do a sound check saying 1, 2, 3, and then you come in hot. Or Ooh, like you're you know enunciating mean? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> <laughs> you're moving your lips like real well, they're, good. They're they're yes. giving it, you know, saying it, it's almost action time. I'm learning all these things. You know, you know I was watching Big Brother the other night, and uh, the host of that, what's her name, Julie Chang? Yes, Julie Chan. Yes. She like really makes sure that when she's speaking, that she moves her lips really big <laughs> and enunciates all her words. And do you think that's good? Well, I think that she does it good because it does. It looks normal, but I also think that right. like she does it with. She's so used to yeah. it, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of like when we used to prep before we started singing in choir class, and we would do those little like warm ups, like. <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of that there's a process for everything (laughs) yes there is i always i always you know look back at people that are actors like they go still they still go to acting school Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like those things continuing education part of the process you gotta practice your art always be the beginner never uh always be the the student yeah be the student be willing to be the student yes so how was everybody's weekend how, I mean, what did everybody do this weekend? Did anybody? I mean, the like, weekend. T- yeah, the weekend. We we're on Tuesday, so like, what was your weekend? Like, mine was crazy. Mine was fun. How was I hung out with how, you. How, um, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I cooked for Leah. Yes, she did. She hooked it up. Yes. We watched our show. <laughs> we watched. We watched our yeah, show. Yeah, we we watching shows. Yeah. Look, I just, I, do need, I, do, I do need to show up for for the food sometime. Like yeah. I be seeing there be some cooking yes. going down in yeah. in the kitchen yes. over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Open yeah. invite, Dana. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we just post gotta... a picture. She would just drive right on over. Like, hey, I'm here for the food. Right. <laughs> Bring me and my son. <laughs> like, just got to feed yeah. us. I saw that food posted, so here I am. Yep, 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 yep. I'm coming to get my plate. I, yep. I do show up at good timing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I typically have good timing. Yep. 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 So speaking of. What? Dana. Dana, Dana. You know what? Okay, so let me take this back. 
what I have noticed is that, you know, we started this podcast off with manifestation and I kind of told a little bit about my story. It was a little bit about the story. Whitney, we talked about your story. We have Juanita's story posted. And then we have these little teeny tiny tidbits of Dana. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know, we have not interviewed Dana. Like, who the hell is Dana Keith? Right. Who is Dana Keith? Who is Dana Keith? You're always talking about yourself in third person. I think that's so funny because, like, going back to how we started the thing, like, Mm -hmm. my real name is Dana Keith Lally Jr. Like, yeah. that's my government that's a pr- That surprised me when he told me his last name was Lally. So I was like, Dana yeah, that's Lally. My- I'm going to start calling you Dana Lally. They, Lally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got made fun of a lot with Lally Pop, all that, all that <laughs> shit. Like, Lollipop. Yeah, Lollipop. Oh, dang. Like, all Kids are shit. brutal. Like, I'm trying to tell yeah. you, when I was growing up on, on like, certificates for awards, mm-hmm. my last name was always wrong. Like, for some reason, they'll fuck something up. I don't get it. Well, they put, like, Lolly? They'll or put what? some shit like Lily or some just oh, some, Dana like, Lily. Just some Dana dumb, Lily. Shit, dumb shit or, like, misspelled. <laughs> it's like, yo, my name is Dana. That's already. <laughs> just say that. <laughs> and then didn't you tell me at one point that you didn't like when people said your, because your middle name is Keith. Yeah, my middle name is Keith. I, I didn't like my my middle name for a long time. And really? yet, that's what you branded yourself with. Yes. Right. Yeah, because it's really me. That's, like, my whole thing. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'll tell you like a story, just how Dana Keith. I mean, I've I've always because been we're gonna Dana take Keith. this. We're gonna we're gonna take this back. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna go way back. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'll be scared. I'm scared. I'm saying I'm not scared of you motherfuckers, but I might be. Uh, look, go just just to go back, like on on just like the name thing. Sure. Like I embraced Dana Keith at a certain point. And then, do you like, remember when that point was? Well, yeah, I, I specifically do. Is just when, like, I was I was trying to switch it from Branchwood Entertainment, which I grew up in Branchwood. I started with a rapper. Okay. And That's where is Branchwood at? North Carolina. Okay. What? what? Jacksonville, North Carolina. Okay. Jayville. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to all those hey, Branchwood hey, people. Shout out Jayville. Now we know it's, it's a special hub, man. I'm trying to tell you, like, it's a unique. It's a military town, so it remind me of this place. But like, we just. We it's a little different. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe that, but shout out Jacksonville. North Carolina um, is different. North Carolina, man, it's like right, you know, you, you're really close to the south, but you're mm-hmm. really close to the north. Virginia is, is, has a lot of North Tennessees, and you know what I'm saying? Just the culture, I think, is is the unique dynamic. Mm-hmm. I love, I know. Because you North do Carolina. have a little bit of sling in your voice, and well, I always kind of wonder I'm a little country. Like, I, I am a little country. <laughs> You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. So yeah. who did? I got put, my isms. So talk talk about your parents really quick. So did they grow up in the South, like both mom and dad? No, or? this is this is funny because like um just let, let me go back okay, real quick. Okay, let okay. me go back. All right, because I I, I want to plug this because <laughs> I really I really am. I, all right, so I'm a, I'm gonna make sure I break this down. Okay. If you want to know who I am, I I go by Father Filmmaker Creator. Yep. I've never really broke down Creator to people. Except for recently, and and I was talking to somebody, I was like, the reason why I love Creator is because I've always believed that, you know, Jesus gave me the gift that he has, and he creates. So, mm. I've always felt like I was special, and I don't want to sound like arrogant or anything, but when I was a kid, I felt like, you know, I had a connection to the Creator. And I think everybody does. Mm. They just they just didn't find it at different wow, spaces. Wow, I never really thought about it like that. So, yeah, so you create, and, and I've always done it in sports or life. Mm-hmm. I started doing it really early in just my life and just whatever I thought about would come true. Mm-hmm. So like I, I believe that I, I create life. So you can you recognize so, that piece right there? Like when you started to realize that things would start coming true, the things that you thought of? Yeah, well, it was early when I just applied. Like, for example, I, when I was a kid, I, I was thinking outside before I came in and I was just thinking like, 
you know, if I think about my past, like I have very specific memories. Okay. So one of my questions for <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> that is written down is what is Dana Keith, Dana Lally? Yeah. What is your earliest memory that the earliest one that you can think of? I remember being in the in the crib waking up as a baby. Damn. What? Oh yeah. Wow. I do. I remember, really? I remember That's I crazy because crazy. when I when I when I try to to go back like some of, I think my earliest earliest memory that I have I think it was 5 maybe 4 and I had went down the street to a friend's house and I didn't tell my mom. And uh I remember the the parents that were there at the house they said leah your mom is calling for you and i was like oh okay well let me just go back outside and she whooped my ass and i peed my pants in the street because she was so she was scared that i walked away you know what i mean but that's the earliest one so in the crib that's like i have i have memories of like what i saw how i felt Mm -hmm. waiting in the crib that's it's so weird like i remember that but like if i really tell y'all the truth like i have a lot of memories between one and eight you know what I'm saying, or wow. being born in eight, One, like I can't remember, I can't remember like sp- when, like those. I have specific ones. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but I'm saying like from like five to eight, probably. I think I have but a that lot. That is so you know. So if you've had trauma in your yeah. life, That's then what you I was it, just about it's, to say. Yeah. it goes one of two ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You either forget yeah. and you don't have any recollection of yeah. that time frame, yeah. or you remember those very pointed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. things. And That's I always something think about I, that. Yeah, something I started in my counseling with the trauma that I spoke about on the past um, podcast. Um, I blocked out probably from five to about 10. So mm. my last memory. Just like so gone? No, gone. Damn, that's crazy. Gone. And we actually started doing um, hypnotherapy, mm-hmm. which is it's crazy. Cr- <laughs> it's crazy Like when you think about like your memories and why you remember them, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, you know, the trauma thing is real with my life. Like, mm-hmm. like I've been through some shit and I, and I was trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to tell y'all today because <laughs> my story is crazy as hell and like, I'm dealing with it. You yes. know what I'm saying? You're, you're kind of in the midst of a lot of things right now. Yeah. And you know what, what I always, what I, what I have told people is that what I find interesting and for everybody, it happens at different points, but some of the most, um, I think intriguing points in my life were between 27 and 35 is where I really started to learn me more. So, right. you know, you grow, you grow. And I think that you're a little bit of a different creature because I say that in in the way that you read a lot. You know, you are very interested in yourself, you know, mastery. Um, and you are already, I think, pooling and learning. I don't know how early that started on for you or not. Like, do you yeah. remember, were you always interested or did this eventually just happen? Man, I, I'm about to cry already. <laughs> I told him not I was I said, I wasn't, I said, Dana, I'm not going to make you cry. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, right. I've never, I've never really dealt with these things. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the truth is, is like, and I'll be real with y'all. Like I've been writing in the last few years a lot Mm -hmm. and like writing allows me to like journaling. Well, no, well, journaling. Mm -hmm. Yes. A hundred percent. Like you say, I'm a rapper. Like I I really am. Like I'm an artist. So I write, I get a lot of stuff out. Mm -hmm. Like all my phones are full with rap, raps or poetry. And Mm -hmm. and something as a youth, like. To be honest, like nobody broke down to me that like music was poetry. Mm-hmm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, I, I really gravitated toward that. So the reason why I bring that up is because um, I feel like I used education as like an outlet. Mm. That's Damn, powerful. I almost cried. That's powerful. <laughs> school? Like school education or reading? Everything, man. Anything that you powerful. could get, anything that you could get your mind on, like any type of books and anything like that. So knowledge, knowledge is power for you. Yeah. Wow. And that was an outlet. 
That's crazy. Where most of us were running away what? from school. You were going to it because that was your outlet. Structure. All right. So Structure. here's the real. Right. We want real, raw, and authentic, yeah. Dana. Yeah. Yeah. And this here's is, the real. This is shit people don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's so important, and this is why I wanted to do this, is yes. because <laughs> I get to get a piece of Dana. Like, we get to get a piece of Dana inside of here Look. that not too many people get to experience in such a beautiful piece. Well, and that's why I love it so much is because I feel like just seeing you in the little bit of time that we've gotten to know each other, you are always so attentive and focused on doing so many things for others. Yes. So that's what that's what I thought about was that he's a podcast shouty. Yeah, right. And he's always... <laughs> interviewing other people mm-hmm. and, and he's change, telling people other stories <laughs> he did did you see it no <laughs> on, on instagram on he, told me, he said did you see yeah, yes. yeah, i'll put podcast shouty up there <laughs> yes you know i'm saying anybody looking me up yeah. and i'll but put capitals i think that that is um you know he's always telling other people's yes. story through film you're telling yes. other people's yeah. story yeah. through podcast you're typically telling somebody you're doing an interview you're yeah. doing a, a <clears> documentary yeah and then Dana Key's story is being told in the background. Right, right. right. And that's that's why I, I really that's why I film so much of me, you know. And I don't get to put it out as much, mm-hmm. but I am documenting the process Good. because, like, as much as like somebody asked me, you may have asked me in, in the past, but recently someone asked me, like, why don't you say this lady asked me? No, well, <laughs> I, 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 I could I could say uh, <laughs> I'm gonna clip that for you. I'm gonna clip that. That's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, somebody asked me like. Like, what do you love about this? And, like, do you love the editing? Because everybody thinks I love to edit or, or the filming. Mm-hmm. And, and I told them neither. Like, I don't like either. Like, I, it's just a vehicle to the me. The process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a vehicle. The process is, is different to me because I relate different things to it. Like, it's business. You know, it might be videos, but it's business to me. Right. You know, and I, I could substitute anything for business. Like, I could go do websites. Like, I really feel like I could e- easily have a very successful website design business. Mm-hmm. Like, be straight up. That's like, lucrative. Like yeah. it's super lucrative, and I can have a hundred thousand dollar business. I really believe that, but like it's just a vehicle, and mm-hmm. I believe I'm going. I'm God made my journey to where like I'm learning all these things to piece them together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, at any rate, what the hell was I saying? So <laughs> going back to the childhood, I asked you what was your earliest memory, and you said that it was yeah. So um, I have very, in the crib. Yeah. So that's I, I specifically because when I was not in the house outside, in like, the actual crib. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember the crib. I remember the crib, and like specifically, like when I moved to North Carolina, like I remember. So wh- where were, where did the move come from? Where were you before, and um, how old were you? Well, I was born in. Uh, Massachusetts. Okay. You know, right outside of Boston. That's north. Yeah. Family right. is from Massachusetts. Yeah, like my dad. Okay. My dad's from Massachusetts. Um, so it's north. It's right next to New York. Okay. If you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, at any rate, um, yeah, man, I, I get emotional when I think about my dad because I started to realize like how important he and is. And your dad in my is life. now in Florida. No, my dad's in Minnesota. Minnesota. Um. So yeah, so I was yeah. born. I was born in right outside of Boston, Winchester, Mass, mm-hmm. and then I moved to North Carolina. Okay. I remember everything in North Carolina because I went to kindergarten in North Carolina. So you guys you packed up and moved. Mom and Dad packed up and moved and went to. Well, they were went to Virginia like, together. They were, you got they were together. My father's military. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So my mom, um, and and he was deployed like when I was okay. born, like my dad was. Mm. Um, but he's military, so he's twenty years military, and. Uh, so he was in Massachusetts. That's where he's from. Mm-hmm. His his mom was there. They had a house, whatever. My mom went there. And then they went to Virginia and then North Carolina. Okay. So my sister was born um, in, in Virginia. And I'm pretty sure like Hawaii was in there. But 
my memory specifically is from North Carolina, everything from kindergarten. I want to back up. This is gonna, I'm, I'm going to throw things off here really quick, but because Dana came to me a few weeks ago, maybe it's a few months ago, I don't remember. Um, and he was like really like hung up that he had did the ancestry. Um, Ooh, I have one of those kits and I'm yeah. afraid to And do we're going to get there, but like he, no, it's real. he it's grew real. up thinking that he was Hawaiian. Yeah. And it's real. And he did this ancestry.com and right. he found out no Hawaiian. Like my mama did it. Oh, your mom did it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, my right. mama did Dana it. Dana okay. don't want his his DNA up. Yeah, on Yeah, I don't want that shit. I try <laughs> to get my sister look. to do it, but that's I, a little nasty. Look, he don't want his, but look. he's like, I try to get my sister to yeah, do it. The government I'll, I'll pay, um, will hold on to that DNA now. I told her I'll pay for it, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know what? I, I was why I brought that up was because he came in here and he was. I don't want to say distraught. He was just really like, dang, like I you was, know, I right? Was. He was like, all right. So this is deep. All right. So like my whole life, I've been trying to figure out who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like identity really plays a big part of that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, and and it, and it ties in like my youth as well as like that moment. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I found out that I'm actually Filipino. I'm not Hawaiian. So I'm Filipino, really? Puerto Rican, black and white. Well, like, I was gonna ask you, being born in Massachusetts, did somebody jump the water? Well, it's my mom. My mom. Okay. My mom gives me all of my ethnicity, but like. My mom found out she did the DNA test and she found out that her dad is not her dad. Wow. Um, and that, you know, her dad is Ooh, Filipino. That's heavy. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's crazy. This, so, these things are crazy. We're, we're 30 things. years old. I'm 30. My mom's 50. You know and your saying? son's name is Kaleo. My, my son's name is Kaleo. Which is Hawaiian, correct? It is Hawaiian. My mom still picked his name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and it does mean something to me. Like Kaleo is the voice in Hawaiian. And Jabin being his middle name is God has built. Mm. So like, um, you know, the voice God has built is my son. Like, dang, that's so beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 I love my boy for. Oh, he's a little nugget. He is a little chicken nugget. He's so cute. (laughs) But like, I really dealt with that. Like I, I, I attached myself to my Hawaiian side because growing up, um, my parents got divorced really young. How, How old? Um, I remember them being gone after I was eight. Mm. You said I was going to say, say gone, like both of them are gone or you remember them being separated. That's they separated earlier than that. Like okay. my mom was probably out the house and I would have to ask her to years and stuff. But like she was out the house going through some things like <laughs> I don't know how much I could tell. Um, you know, this is wild because this is what Brother Luck just posted. He said that um, you don't realize how many people you hurt. And that you may break their trust by telling your story. What? Because it's really mm. their, it's their story too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. when I say that, I, I just, I have a lot of love for my mother. Of course. Um, Man, she went through some things, like some mental health things. Like yeah. she, from what I know, she stole us when we was kids. And I, I don't even remember that. Ooh. You know what I mean? And then. From your dad? From my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad got us back. And then my dad ended up raising my mother's extra three kids because a lot of people don't know this. My, me and my little sister are the only full-blood sibling I have. Mm-hmm. I have three other siblings. It's um, two older sisters and an older brother. Mm-hmm. So, like, my father raised, you know, all of us wow. for some time while my mom was So how crazy. how was that when he was in the military? Like, was he deploying back and forth? I mean, Yeah, he was, was, he, he, was deplo- he was deployed a lot, but he was, he was getting help from, um, well, my older brother, but also um, some family members in, in, like, the military. I but had no idea you had an older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Do you get along with them? Do you talk to them? I mean, I, I'm to be honest, and this is just being transparent. Like, I get along with everybody, 
Man, and I have a really good relationship with my um, the sister that's older than me, but she's closer to me. Mm-hmm. Like, we kind of grew up together. Um, she was more of like a tomboy and shit. Um, but I have the best relationship with my sister, and I have love for everybody. But, like, right. you know, with with everybody, the way that everything happened, I just wasn't with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. I was right. with my sister. Right. You just didn't know them. You know, I want to just say, so I, this is just a side side piece here. I went to work out with um, Joey. No shine. No shine. No, no shine. shine in no the house. Shine. And so no he, don't be mad at me, Joey. I still love you. <laughs> get her, Joey. Get her ass. Get her ass. Give, Next give her time, another don't workout. forget. And when she don't show up, it's going to be for me. Stop giving me her workout. Um, he did the Ancestry.com. So it's just so crazy, like how yeah. similar a lot of their stories are, you yeah. know, from what we heard when right. he was and on. I would, and I, a lot of people don't know this, but I cried when he was told his story. Yeah. Like you did? Right here. Yep. Crazy. Yep. So yeah. he just found out that his last name is not Sanchez. Yeah. His, his relationship with his sister made me cry. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. He said that. That's why I, did you see when I looked at you? I was yes. like, like, that's so crazy. Yep. Yeah. It's very, very pointed. So he just did this ancestor. I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. I'm sure he doesn't, but I mean, it's on the podcast. Um, well, this part isn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, he, told me, <laughs> he told me that he did the ancestry.com and he just yeah. found out that his blood name is not Sanchez. And yeah. so he said he knew all along. He says he would go to family functions, that he looked different than all of his cousins, his family members. Right. Well, come to find out his last name is uh, Morella, Morella or Morello. And this is crazy because as he started to go back like it's a whole line of crime family yeah. Ooh, yeah. so he is real no shine yeah you know so <laughs> like uh, i just thought that was so interesting because same thing he's just like so he's he's finally able to put some of the pieces together where he didn't right. feel complete identity right, right 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 and and just to bring that back like mm-hmm. like that's big especially growing up like i grew up in a um very i went to a school in a, a very cultural school and like I wasn't white and I wasn't black. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was kind of tough for me. People didn't know what you were, huh? No, I didn't know what I was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then I thought I was Hawaiian. And, I, and you know what I'm saying? Granted, I gravitated towards that mm. side. But just in general, just in general, you know, because, like, I, I don't say this enough, but, like, growing up, like, I was chastised for being cultured. Like, my father did, did not like it. Really? You know what I'm saying? No, no. That is interesting to me. So what, how you, how is, I mean, how do people pick a significant other to make babies right. with and then chastise somebody for, know, you know, know what I mean? What like, is his nationality? My father's white, okay. white, Canadian, okay. like different whites. And your mother is my the... Mother, my mother is, you know, what we just spoke is she, about. Is she she's Filipino full? She, no, she's a lot of Filipino, but she is Puerto Rican. I have a lot of Spanish in me. Okay. So Filipino, Puerto Rican black and white can i ask you a question where did where do you know the story of like your parents like how they met yeah they met um from what i understand like they met um through like a mutual friend okay like partying my my dad was stationed in hawaii okay okay that yeah, makes so, sense. So my so dad's station in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, she grew up in Hawaii. Okay. She was, that is what she's she was so, born there. Like, you know, you was, somebody told you, and and after you said, you know, is that because you were like, wow, well, I'm like Filipino, and then they were like, no, like you, but you're culture, like, yeah, you're, yes. Right. But so that's a that's a very that's a very good point that you bring up because that's what I was searching for. Is like yes, my my um, and let me get this right because my culture is still Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. My mother's Hawaiian. My family still lives in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my ethnicity is not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I was I was going through that. Searching for Yeah, I was I was it was just reality because my, my whole life, like be straight up, like my dad did not let me like do anything that was not white because he like he drilled into me like you're not that, you are white. Mm. 
And like, you know wow. what I'm saying? And my father, like, I, God bless his soul because we have a great relationship now. And I start, I, I, I start seeing worldly things. Like, yes, he has racist tendencies. I'll go and be straight up with you. I was, I was raised in that house. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know what's, what's at the core of his heart, but I feel like he was raised like that. I'm going to cry again. No. <laughs> That's but, the truth. But, well, many but, times they're just doing what they. That's known. my mom's yeah. side of the family. My mom's side of the family is from Kansas, German. Yeah. All of the people, with the exception of my mother's sisters, are racist. So wait, is your mom white? And, and, white. And your mom is, is white. Is my mom is has, white. My he dad has is cultured black. friends, but like it doesn't change. We that. got called niggers all the time. Yeah. Sorry if that offends somebody, but yeah. that's what we got called. Right. My grandpa. Oh, we came in the oh. room. Who are these niggers in the house? I joke about it. I think it's funny. I'm telling you. I'm telling you <laughs> but man, I'm not like, even full black. A lot of people mistake me for being white sometimes and that I tan too much. But come to my grandparents on my mom's side. Oh, no. My mom was a black wow. sheep. They are racist. I still haven't seen a picture of your mom, by I'm the sure. way. And I asked her yesterday or the other day. Yeah. I just said, I, I want to see a picture of your mom. And I'm thinking your mom was mm. like part black or something. Nope. My dad is like Samuel Jackson. My dad is dark. <laughs> but okay. no yeah and that's why they moved up to the springs because it was more accepted for an interracial couple to be in a military and while town we're as here opposed to pueblo i'm gonna just tell you so my mom is white 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 like southern colonial bell white you know she was a um she did the debutante presentation Ooh, yeah yeah 16 years old but so white that she actually has a crazy she yeah. has a paper that says a true daughter of the confederacy <laughs> and like i saw that paper and i was like wow like she was a she was a written in daughter of the confederacy and bred uh-huh and um so when my parents met they met here in colorado my dad or my grandfather was a colonel for the air force academy and stationed here uh he was a line cook you know chef yeah. he ended up being a chef but line cook she was waitress and uh, that they didn't no, no. they didn't like that. My dad was six two, dark dark skin Mexican. Well, we thought we were Mexican. <laughs> we were Spanish. We all the same. No, it's we so crazy, right? True. And uh, that this wasn't accepted, yeah. you know. And so she got disinherited for seven years. What? Wow. Um, when she took off with my dad, and pretty crazy story. So. It's no, deep, but I relate man. to you. I relate to what you're saying because you try so hard to find a path. And I don't know anybody on my dad's side of the family other than my dad and my grandpa. I don't know any of my African-American side of family. Um, never met him. Don't know nothing about him. So I was raised by a white woman. Yeah. You know, so you do. You get picked on. So, Dan, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So you, you had this, impo- you had this like, inner turmoil almost like yeah. a figuring out identity mm-hmm. do you feel now and and we're gonna go back still but do you feel now that the identity piece like is not as important or do you still feel that it is as well important? I, I think it's everything of who we are mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i think that the more we have clarity on who we are and why we are like we can be you know better people to you know saying be productive or positive or whatever like you know what i'm saying i think self-awareness of that audit is what i've been going through mm-hmm. like in the last like you know, since my son was one and my, I had this split, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I've been on this little journey trying to figure out why am I the way I am? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, self-identity is real. Like, Can I ask you a question? Of course. Because I felt like I went through this when I was in my last relationship when we were talking about having children. And that's when I got my ancestry 
kit. You did. I've never done it. Oh, you didn't I'm do terrified. it. Terrified. Okay. But because <laughs> I don't want to know. But I thought, you know, if I'm going to bring a child into this world, I want to know who the hell I am before I do this. Because what am I? What, the, what if my child comes out with health issues or just you know just things that you just don't know about? Did that put a fire underneath you when you had your son to? explore more about stuff you didn't know about who you are your identity that sort of thing well i, I and i just want to make sure we're clear like my mom did the ancestry thing okay but like in a, in a, in a <laughs> sense like i would didn't i didn't do that shit like, right but in a sense i feel like i was going on that journey i was going on that journey of finding out who i was especially since i had my kid right so i'll be real with you ready when i had my son is the first time i forgave my father for real Wow. You know and what, what made you decide that? Well, I had my son. Uh, it wasn't a decision. Like, no, but it was because what in having a so. son? It's not a like, choice. I don't think so because that, I'm trying was, to tell you it was, it was, uh, my, son was, was a, my son was a day old mm-hmm. and I forgave him. You know but what, what in having a son made you think I need to forgive my dad? Um, it was, it was because, all right, I'm going to cry. No, don't cry. <laughs> It was because I'm not perfect. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we realize that our parents are only doing the best that they can. Yes. Yes. So that having your son brought clarity for you. Yes. Okay. Yes. And how old were you when you had your son? Well, my son's three. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) 27? 27. Okay. So look, I have 27 years before my son has this epiphany. (laughs) Right. I'm not perfect, right? Yeah, it it takes some time. I didn't yeah. speak to my dad for seven, almost seven years, more than seven years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and be fair with you and be transparent. Like I love my mother, but we go through our gaps too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I try to tell people like my sister's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to to your sister. What? Tell me what's what's your sister's name? Stop. Is is it Jenny? Jessica, Jessica, yeah. Jenny, but she. Do you guys have Jay Wow? Is that is it Jay Wow on yeah, the Instagram? On Shout out Jay Wow! Yeah. Shout out my sister, man. We I'm need to have girl. you on the podcast, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's gonna be here soon. Yeah, yeah. I relate to you though. I, I I do a lot because look, I'm I'm be real transparent. I love both of my parents with all of my heart. I love them. I would do anything under the sun for my parents if they needed me. I've not spoken to my dad in twenty plus years. Yeah. I have not spoken to my mom in, I think this year will be probably about three years. Um, I'm just choosing myself at this point. Yeah, you got to. And sometimes family can be the most toxic people to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing that I've learned becoming the adult that I am now, because I was not an adult until probably about two years ago. <laughs> yeah. But realizing that you have to choose your peace and your happiness regardless of yeah. anybody else. So I went through a lot of turmoil like within my family when me and my dad got a relationship again. Your sister and you are three years apart? Two. Two years, Two years apart. apart. And yep. so she stayed with you like the course of everything that's going on, it was you and your sister. You and yeah. your sister. Yeah. You and your sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She older, younger? She's younger than me. Okay. She's two years younger. So let me ask you this. Yeah, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> Don't talk about my sister. <laughs> I told Wendy five questions, but she bringing it. Who is the, um, who is the, because I feel like everybody, even though you have like big little sisters, big brother, little brother, like who's yeah. the big, who's the big, so like, who's it, the big? So in, re- in reality, like I'm big brother. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But like she does the things that hold our family together. Mm. 
like for example i'm i'm people think because I, I do a lot of those things like i'm really not a social person like i'm very private and even on social media like i hate social media like if i could x social media out of my mm-hmm. life and do business mm-hmm. I, I would i would do it you know what i mean um but my sister does things that i don't do like the communication you know like the visits she does the things to hold our family together. Mm-hmm. Like she's really like a, a central hub to like my core family. So you know she keeps saying? you guys connected like yeah. holidays. Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Like she does all she that. She keeps shit. the traditions. Yeah, she going makes on. sure. You know what I'm saying? And and she she does a very good job, at least for me, of she reaches out to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm not good at that. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm I got so much, so I'm not good at that. And so she helped me in that. So in a lot of senses, like, like she, if you want to say she could be big sister in a sense. Um, right. But like in, in. Can I ask you, so you said you're not a social person. Have you ever explored that? What do you mean? Your why? Why you're not social or why? Uh, because a lot of times. When because I'm be honest, because I, I have a very good clarity on like what I love in life. Mm-hmm. Like I love simple things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have simple aspirations. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my calling is way bigger than being simple, mm-hmm. you know? So what in that, like, so when you say you're not social, is it like social gatherings? Is it just talking to people? Is it? No, I'm, I'm extremely social in a, in a um, networking sense. I'm not social with my personal life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, I think that that's what I mean. Because mm-hmm. like in a social event, I could speak to, that's one of my gifts. That's one of the gifts that God really gave me was mm-hmm. being able to be versatile. Like when I tell you I went to, like, it's called Cloudwood, Clyde Irwin Elementary, but like it's in New River. It's one of the like a little bit of a ghetto side of town. But like my the way I grew up was very diverse. So I could speak to, you know, the whitest person and the blackest mm-hmm. person. Just mm-hmm. to be honest, I'm just keep it transparent. Mm-hmm. Like so I was very good. You put your customer on, service on both voice sides. And even like really, like really, really like like the customer service voice thing. Like that's God's gift for me. Like I could turn that shit on and on. We right. were talking about this. Remember just like mm-hmm. how people in different situations can be a a chameleon of mm-hmm. some sort, which doesn't mean that that's a negative factor. That's actually kind of a positive attribute to um, who you are because you did grow up with so many different yeah. elements in yeah. your life, you know, diversity, culture. Right. And so for me personally, okay, growing up, I never grew up around my, my mom's family at all. So I would we would go and visit every now and then. Um think one of the first times that I remember my grandparents is we me, my sister and I went to my grandmother's house but my dad wasn't he didn't right. you know he wasn't there and um, it wasn't until I was 12 or 13 I think that we went back and my dad was able to come that time I think it was one of the first times that they invited him to come to um, be there right. uh, but my family here was all my dad's family so um, Spanish and Mexican right. you know um, and so I identified with that culture heavy 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 you know so i'll be honest like i grew up for a very long time and i don't want to say hating the white in me yeah but, but I, I did i'll tell you i'll say i it. wanted I my, too. my family <laughs> called me weta and i hated yeah, it my yeah. grandpa my grandfather called me weta because i was the whitest out of all the cousins me too yeah. you know and i just wanted to fit in with my family and yet they all looked different right right yeah it's tough like i i, I remember um Let's say, like, you know how in the beginning of the school year when the when the parents go to the thing, what's it called, open house or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, open house when I was young. I had my dad and my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. be real, my dad didn't really go to much of that stuff. But, like, 
like my mom would come or whatever and like people would see your mom you mm-hmm. feel me and then um when they got a divorce then my my stepmom was white so then i had my white dad and my white stepmom so then my white stepmom kind of school and to be honest like a lot of the reasons why i didn't like her it wasn't her fault you know what i'm saying those were problems I was dealing with, like, with my own life. You know what I'm saying? And, um, like, I I really think about that. Like, I resented being white because I wasn't allowed to be black. Mm. Like, I couldn't get my hair braided. I couldn't have long hair. I only grew my hair out once when I was a kid, and my dad wouldn't let me do nothing with it. So I could only have an afro. Like, and I, you know what I'm saying? I, nigga, that's when AI was out. Right. Like, <laughs> Come on. You I can't have braids. Like, nigga, everybody want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had dreams, but like, like to, I'll tell you a story. Like, this is really like to the core of it. Like, I have all my friends. And when I was in kindergarten, like my three best friends was all black. And like, being in the South, that's the, all probably you were around. Like my, fr- my. The, well, certain parts of the South, because there's right. very, very dominant white. And when you talk about the South, I mean, we're talking about a very different divided. type of white. That's a different type of white. Yeah, but we're right in the middle. And then on top of that, we're military town. So I, I'll bring so, it back. So yeah. Branchwood was super, it was like super multicultural, like Branchwood. Like mm-hmm. there was some white people, but there was everybody up in that goddamn Branchwood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's how I grew up. Is that so where I, you felt in your life that you started to feel like this is? Well, when I was, yeah, when I was hanging out with the, with the people that I hang out with now who live here and that are my family, mm-hmm. like still, I, that's, that's why, like, that's my story. My story is like, those friends are still with me. Mm-hmm. They live here. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my family. That's like, big. Like when you, when I, when we talk about who, who do you have here? Mm-hmm. That's all I have here mm-hmm. are those people. You know what I'm saying? That actually came out to Colorado, like, through time. Um, but, like, to bring it back, like, um, like just in regards to who I was hanging out with, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I, I do remember, like, wanting to explore that side. Yeah. It, I, I, so the memory that I had that I wanted to share was um, my friends coming over, and my dad would chastise them. Why, what you got an earring in? Your, your dad know you got an earring in? You only got one earring. That's gay. You mm. know what I'm saying? Ooh. It's just stupid <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, always, yeah. It, and it's funny to the homies and me now, you know what I'm saying? But really, all my friends come in my next door neighbor was black. He hated, and this is something that I learned now. I'm going to just, this is super vulnerable for me to tell y'all my dad's truth. But, like, when he gets really, really angry, like, he'll say, it's, that's some nigger shit. Like. And I, every time he says that, that's hurt, it hurts my heart so much. And I feel like I'm in the space of, like, I know I should say something, but I also know it's him and I should be thankful for his time here. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to step to overstep that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that he, he has love for everybody. My I mean, my sister's boyfriends are black. And just what? So, so your mom, now going back to the ancestry really quick, your mom yeah. found out that she is Filipino. Yeah, she a lot of Filipino. She's Puerto Rican. We're black and white. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm black and white. She's not white. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Canadian, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. But like the story is this, is like I remember when white tees were uh, a thing, like all I want to do is wear white tees every day. My bang dad, in my white my dad, my dad <laughs> saw all the homies up up in North in Branchwood wearing white tees. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wear white tees no more, so I used to hide my white tees in my backpack. The way Damn. you must motherfuckers used to do with makeup, <laughs> I used to hide a white tee in my backpack. Go to school, change my outfit, come back with a different tee. Mm. 
Did you get a uh, slack for, from people? Did you ever get bullied, um, growing up of like, because of your ethnicity, like where people didn't know, did you get bullied in any sense yeah. at any of the schools? And yeah. I mean, that's, that was like, I feel like, and this is, might be a sensitive topic, but I feel like that was the culture of how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You got teased a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And how you dealt with that. Eventually I started mm-hmm. to, I started to pick my battles. You know what I'm saying? And I started to to finally stand up for myself. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, I do feel like I got teased a lot because anytime I was around my black friends, I wasn't black enough. Mm-hmm. Anytime around my white friends, I'm not white enough. Because you got to think, like, this is so, such a real topic. I don't know where we at at time, but like, I'll be honest with you. If I change my outfit or my hair, people can perceive me in 10 different ways. What? I'm for real. I'm so real. Like, I I cry like I walk into a building, a room, and you could you could change my outfit ten times, walk through, change the culture of the people, or even like have a thousand people had the same people, but you what bring me through there in different outfits, people will view me differently. Mm, like, that's the truth. And and I, and if I, my hair crazy. wasn't in, and I had my regular just straight hair out, I'm a white girl that tans too much. No. The moment I do this, yeah, no, you, oh, you're black. You're too black. You know what I'm saying? There's you being a biracial kid, and which I'm sure you know too. Well, people you, just never knew what I was. Right. They were like, "What are you?" You feel they knew and I wasn't white, and but that, they didn't think I was full. Mexican. That used to piss me off when people used to come up to me and be like, "What, what are, are, you? are you?" Yeah, yeah, I'm a product of Jesus Christ. That's what I am. And I think that that's why identity <laughs> stuck with me so much because you know I started to wonder what am I, and it wasn't just race to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like who am I? Why am I this way? And you know what I'm saying? Why? And you do you learn like, how to navigate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got into high school that I started identifying more with the African American side of my my life, which I knew absolutely nothing about. But that's when I started becoming, I guess, more accepted by that ethnicity. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right here and just ask you a question then, because you were always asking our people when we have on the podcast to give us something okay it gives somebody that might be listening it might be a kid it might you know these kids are right. up on youtube like yes. yeah but but give somebody who is um diverse in culture their ethnicity and they are trying to figure out who they're giving them a piece of advice they're going through school right now maybe they're being bullied <clears throat> yeah what advice would, what advice would you give them well i think i think my advice would be this is is look in the mirror you know what i'm saying when you look in the mirror <clears throat> i'm gonna cry again but like you really have to love that person. That that's first. And I, I think when I was growing up, I was trying to be someone else all the time mm-hmm. that I didn't know who I was. Right. And really, how do you find out who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But through trial and error. But I think like if I could tell like the younger me some advice or speak to that person, like mm-hmm. you are okay the way you are. Like, but you have to love yourself. Can't nobody love you. And then once you love you, then then you can see the positive effects of life. That is like, such a hard piece of advice to give somebody. That, it is. You know it what is. I mean? Because you just said it. You don't know how. Like, you don't know. You're still trying to figure out who you yeah. are. And, right. and we had a little incident, okay? So this, just, this is why yeah. I even asked this question. So our neighbor has a, a little daughter. And then he has somebody that lives with him that he took in. So he took in two girls that were in a bad home. And these two girls are close, 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 right? High school comes now, though. So she, they, you know, she's in ninth grade, and that's the high school now. Yeah. And I think the girl may be um, either in the same grade or a year. But so the close, close, close girls, and now she goes to high school, and now it's kind of she's being shunned by yep. her own live-in sister. 
And um, it just hurt my heart. I think that's why God didn't give me girls because I don't know if you guys ever seen the hand that rocks the cradle. Yes. I would have been that. I would have been the nanny. On the playground. I would have went to the school. I would have handed them little girls up and said, don't mess with me. I I Mm -hmm. think that's why God, I couldn't handle it. Like I would not be able to handle these little girls. But in that, like that, that's where some of that stuff starts where, and they start to feel not accepted. And then I'm not good enough to hang out with this person. And yet we were so close and it's just, it's so prevalent. Even if you're not going through the diverse culture in it, it's just prevalent in you know, the schools yeah. and just the, the, ugh, the bullying change. is so, so freaking People change. tough. People change. You go so, through different phases. Yeah. Another thing I want to tell, <laughs> tell that other person is that, because um, I really was sitting here thinking about it, is that I, I wish I would have knew when I was younger that everybody around me ain't got it figured out either. Mm-hmm. Like, they're wrong too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like when I was mm-hmm. a kid... Like I was very, um, what's the word? Like, um, this going to be bad. Um, I was very persuasive in, in a way that people could persuade me. Like mm. what's the word? You were real vulnerable. Yeah. 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 You were real vulnerable. I, well, and you easily had, persuaded. Right. Yeah. 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 So like I was very easily persuaded. Right. Mm-hmm. You believed so, what you were given. Right. So if I could speak to that person, like, like just know that even your parents yes. aren't perfect. <laughs> like your, your parents friends aren't perfect like everybody around you they are just like you mm-hmm. they just in a different space mm-hmm. and I didn't understand that when I was growing up because I, I just grew up I thought that everybody went through what I was going Mm-mm. through like and I went through a very militant grow like youth you know what I'm saying so how long were you in um North Carolina I was what in age? damn North Carolina my whole life till what age Shit, college when I well even even then I went to college in North Carolina and I feel like that's when I that's when I f- was finally f- when I was eighteen and I could like, I got in a big fight with my dad like when I could tell him fuck you <laughs> and it's just sad but I know you're going through something similar mm. but like when I got to the point where I was allowed and I had the balls to tell my parents fuck you like then I was able to go figure out who I was mm-hmm. it wasn't and and this is true this is real to my core. It wasn't until I went to college and I didn't have a plate or food on my, on on my, like that night, Mm -hmm. did I really appreciate the meals that were given to me? Mm -hmm. And I say that in an analogy because like you have to have appreciation for what you have, but you don't have appreciation if you've never been without it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like, I feel like that at that space and time, like me going to college, I was cutting up in college, like pretty bad. And then like, like, I went through some shit with my mom, like, um, that time frame, and, like, that's when I ended up coming out here. And you brought yourself out here by yourself? Nah, I moved out here with my stepmom. So, basically, like, if I could tell you the truth, um, we this, good. this might be bad. We good. I'm, I'm going to see see how bad, like, how clean I could keep I'll this. I'll let you know when the podcast is ending. You don't need to keep it clean. <laughs> we no, be wrong. No, I do. I do. I try, I try to, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I, I have a... I have a um, password pretty much like um, I was getting in trouble and I was very close to getting locked up mm-hmm. a handful of times and it kept getting closer and I kept sliding through like the fingertips of the devil if you feel me like it was <laughs> it was bad like I was I was out there cutting up so one one thing that people don't know about me this is a, one of, I was gonna ask another question to Dana is like a fun fact that somebody doesn't know about you maybe it's not so fun but I had to go well, through the scared straight program in Canyon City <laughs> the women's prison yeah because yeah. I was cutting up so bad that they were ready to send me to jail. 
And I had to go through that. And that scared the shit out of me. I'm so, I'm like so upset that they have done away with that program. And it's because the state can't do it anymore. But that was some real deal stuff. You go there, these women are murderers. They they killed their husband. They did something crazy. They take your shoes if you go in there because they're trying to scare you so Mm -hmm. much. They're trying to help you, but they're trying to scare you. Like this is what your life could be. You got to think, how do people change? Right. Like you, you really got to see that to, to make a real change. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So what was your... What was your bottom moment that made you change? Yeah, so I'll tell you, um, and I, I'm dead serious. Like, um, I was I was close in it. I, at one point, I got out of a lot of the bad stuff that I was doing, and it was only marijuana. So, like in North Carolina, it's a it's a felony at the time. Mm. Like, it might still Crazy. be. Like, yeah, a South felony. still hasn't to, really to have, converted. To have yet. just a little bit of weed, like it was bad. Mm-hmm. So, like I, I smoked, and um, I smoked at that time, and um, it, I, I kept getting pulled over. And I kept almost getting caught. And then one time, my sister was pregnant, and a cop harassed me. He got the dogs. All these cops came, and they was harassing me, trying to, you know, get me jammed up. But mm-hmm. my sister was pregnant. They made us sit out, and it was like, I'm trying to tell you, it was freezing out there that day. Mm-hmm. And, like, my pregnant sister had to go through that. And at that moment, I realized, like, I can't do this because I'm too close to, to, to messing up. And that's not even, like, bad compared to what i was doing but like just getting in trouble with the laws that was your come to well it was my come to because i almost um i almost became a liability for my sister Mm. you know what i'm saying and i never wanted that and i always i'll be honest like i i didn't plan to live you know what i'm saying so like um being locked up killed like that shit was what i was running from and like um Cause that was real for you guys. It yeah. was either locked up or dead or join the military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three choices. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I'm just saying that because like I kept flirting with it. You know what I'm saying? And it kept coming in different ways. A lot of different ways. And then some of our friends passed. And then like, like you already know, like when you come from the place where I come from, there's only certain things that you can do while you're there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just all around. You know it is what, what it is. And like, you know, I, I used to do dumb shit. Like, I could tell you stories for days about all the dumb shit that I did. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but like that coming to moment was like, like, yo, I I, I need to I need to be be something for my sister. And like, um How old my, were you? Well, this was when I was damn I dropped out of college. Like I was working, I had a great job. I was making great legal money. You know what I'm saying? That's the best legal money I was ever making at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. But I kept flirting with just because I smoke weed. I get in trouble with the law at that time. Um, so long story short, my my stepmom was going through that divorce with my father. Me and my father was fighting. Mm-hmm. He stole my car. Um, and was it his? It, it was his under his name because we have the same name. You were paying on it? I, I paid for that. Mm. Like it's It's just under his name. We have right. the same name. So, um, so yeah, so at any rate, he took the car and then they were going through the divorce. And um, so this portion in your life is when you took on the first responsibility on your shoulders to say, I need to be better for this person. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I really thought that at that time I had nothing going for me. Mm. I was just cutting up out in the streets, just cutting up, having fun. I was having a lot of fun. I had the most money I'd have had, you know what I'm saying? And I was just chilling so i'm gonna reckless. ask you a, a very pointed question when have you put dana first right i was about to ask the same I d- thing i do that every day and that might be the selfish thing in some sense of you know like the clarity of i think why i smoke mm-hmm. 
-hmm. is because I like smoking gives me um, a way to not think with my heart and think with my mind. Like, and um, I need that. So I always put myself first, like every day. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's something that <clears throat> a lot of people don't know about me is that I'm very selfish in a sense of like, I have to be happy first. Mm -hmm. And I think I lost myself. So wait, back up. Yep. <laughs> because when you say that you smoke, right? Yeah. And that's to get out of here and to go into here. Are you numbing this? I don't think I can numb my heart. I don't think I can. My heart is so who it is. Like, I can't change who I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it just, he's saying that it just allows him to be it, able to focus in a different, in a different way. It gives me a different mm -hmm. space. It okay. does. It really, really does. And, it, and it's, it's not an escape because I understand that some people may think that I'm escaping. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I smoke every day. It's different for me for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting Leah high after this podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, 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 just, I just wanted to say like, like I just had, I just had clarity on this recently. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I take that time for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do that for me. Yeah. I mean, and uh, you know what I'm saying? And I, that's the way you put you first. Yeah. And that's not the only way, mm -hmm. but that's my way of every day. If mm -hmm. you ask me, how are you focusing on you every day? Yeah. That's my time. Okay. Well, and I just want to say to people that feel it. a certain type of way about marijuana, we're not trying to say that mm -mm. this is what you need to choose yeah, to do right. or not, not be do. For you. However, right. I do want to make a statement, though, and say that I'm sorry, but marijuana is better than any type of chemically made yes. substance and drug yeah. given by doctors that are put Big out pharma. on a yeah. on a daily basis and i've seen it happen even my alcohol even better than alcohol. alcohol i mean alcohol yeah. my, yeah. than my significant else. other at the time was better on marijuana than taking all the medications that the va was giving her right right and she was in a better mind state a better state of being able to work and function yeah. so how people choose to medicate because yeah. that's what it is it's medication yeah, yeah. That's all it is. So I want to I want to go back really quick, Dana. So you um, quit college. You had yep. this come to moment with your sister and you said, OK, I got to be better. I dropped out, but I got kicked out, honestly. You got, OK. <laughs> and then you came to Colorado mm -hmm. and that was your stepmom. Yeah, so I you moved here. out here with my stepmom. And your dad is <clears throat> where? At the time, he was in North Carolina. OK. Yeah. So were they split? Yeah, they had divorced already. And you right. had decided to go with the stepmom with my who step you were resentful of at That's some huge. point. You got to understand, I was resentful for her when she came into my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so when she, did that change? So she came into my life. Um, they got divorced by like eight. And I remember her being there by the time we were 10. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like from 10 to like 18, like the early years I had resentment, mm -hmm. you know. And then like um, we ended up growing a relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I, and I had... And just to be transparent, I had this conversation the other week. Like, she was the most stable parent figure that mm -hmm. I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. my stepmom. And I have an ultimate love for her. Even yeah. though we don't talk right now. Like, and, and the reason why we don't talk is about either my dad or marijuana. Like, those two subjects. It's not about me and her. We got no problems. Um, but, like, that, I have an ultimate respect for her. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, when I moved out here, my she was basically going to leave and my little bro I do have a little brother from my stepmom and my mm -hmm. dad um so my little brother they were going to either go to New York which is where she's from originally mm -hmm. or Colorado which is where she lived before she moved with us to North Carolina so I told her I said well if you go to New York I'm not going with you mm. but if you go to Colorado and Jessica goes that was the catch 
if you go to Colorado and my sister goes, I'm going with you. Mm-hmm. And she had plans, and then, like, she had plans within a week. So everybody moved here to Colorado? Me, my sister, my sister's baby, my little brother, and my stepmom. Okay. And you said you were how old again? At that time? Yeah. Shit, like 21. Okay. <clears throat> All right, and so you're here in Colorado now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was Colorado a culture shock for you? It was. It, it was. <laughs> girl in their Ugg boots and their <laughs> pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> Mountain girls. It's definitely different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> y'all crazy as hell. <laughs> you know it's the truth, though. You know, like, and this is this might be why I appreciate, like, the little pocket of where I live. Mm-hmm. Like, I live in the southeast Colorado Springs area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, it gives me... Uh, a soothing familiarity familiarity like i like being there and Mm -hmm. i'm just be honest because if i go up north i do feel like i stick out and this is something i had to work on with brother luck brother luck Mm -hmm. um we we just had this conversation last night was that you deserve to be in the room that you're in Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying so like i had to i had to understand that that's big to acknowledge that it's huge to acknowledge that because i'm I'm gonna tell you that i feel you on that one 100 percent. because there's been a big stigma in my mind and i'll take you back to when i went to um an educational learning experience with um, one of my mentors and it was in palm springs and i walked into the room and this is a me thing didn't have a thing and, and it was reina that really pointed this out to me said this is a you thing you understand that right but i walked into this room and there was a bunch of white women, you know, and, you know, I'm half white. Right, right. <laughs> but I felt so out of place. And yeah. so my mind already started going like, I don't belong here. These women aren't going to feel me. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to make friends here. And these are a different kind of people. And that was a me thing. I didn't even give them the opportunity or the chance yeah. to yeah. get to know me. Because right? immediately you put those own your your own fears upon yourself and that's what insecurities yeah your own insecurities and that's that's what you know we do all the time Mm -hmm. like even as a kid fear is a mismanaged emotion it is it missed that's all it was that's all it is and it's actually not fear fear is supposed to be i just read this in that book which was so powerful it says that we give too much credit to i fear this i fear that no it's mismanaged emotion that you're going through it's not fear fear is to get you away from something that's about to kill you you are running for your life You are in imminent danger. That is what fear is. But we say fear is like, I'm afraid to go. No, you have mismanaged emotions about going up and speaking. You have insecurities about going up and speaking, but it's not fear. And that's, that's, uh, I was going to say something else, but I want to say this instead. Like when I was a kid, I didn't realize I was in those emotions. Mm -hmm. I was always in that fear state. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Like you have to grow out of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, so, so this is the one thing I did want to say is it's worry is misplaced focus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you start to worry, you're placing your focus on the wrong thing. And I, yes. I've learned that. And um, I've, I've really been trying to practice that this week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and yeah, so that's all I got. So what um, are you doing? I have one last no, question. Yeah, go ahead because I'm, yeah. I'm about to throw five at him. What are you doing now? Yep. To feed your your soul. What are you doing now to feed? Yeah. Because well, I'm gonna just tell you guys Not right now, we are so one hour in, and we only have half of his story. So we are gonna right. we are gonna go back into the other half at some point. Right. Yeah, because another, I need him to day. catch me up with um from here to where now. you're at right now. I mean, yeah. this is so 21 to 30. 
Yeah. And there's nine years. And you years. know something I just figured, I just found this out. I've always been saying that I started filming in 2016. I found footage from 2015. Mm. So, like, I, I didn't even know I filmed Easter 2015. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I've been filming for more than I thought. Mm-hmm. So, I, this this piece is going to be interesting, too, is just catching up from right. age 21, moving to Colorado, culture shock, to where you're at right and now. I, and I think between. next time, as long as we do it in three months. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're not no. going to, you know, because people are going to get interested and they're no. going to want to hear the yes. other half. So yeah. Well, I was going to say in three months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in three days I could, I could give you another one like you know what I'm saying but, but no what are you doing I, now to feed yourself what are you doing so for like you because I see you do so much for others all the time what yeah. are you doing for you well I think that besides um, smoking weed yeah, I, I mean that's it's it's a funny joke but like for real like what are you doing besides smoking that's good for you um, so like this this is gonna sound crazy but like like me doing these other things for other people and actually like accomplishing the goals that I've set and, um, you know, showing the progress of who I truly am, like in fruit, because I right. believe in the fruit. Right. Um, like that gives me uh, the the most satisfying feeling ever. So okay. that's that is how I'm feel, feeding Look at myself. Her getting ready um, to make us right So th- there is something else that I want to say. Yes, <clears throat> go ahead. Um, hey, you said you taught writing, me podcast showdy that if it's good, <laughs> we keep rolling. Writing writing has been helping me. And this is funny that you're handing me a paper right now. I saved a whole post and I have to read it. Erica Badu said it and I saved it in my phone and it is everything to me. It says, write it down on real paper with real pencil and watch shit get real. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Biblical. I sent it to him. It's in the book of Habuk. It's in the book of the word, but it's in the book of Habuk. That's what it's called. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But he said, write this down. Write it down. Write it down. So Jesus said it first, not Erica Badu. (laughs) Jesus said it first, not Erica Badu. She said it. That's the best clip of the whole podcast. Every single time, something comes up like Jesus said that first. You know that, right? Jesus said <laughs> Jesus said that first. No, but it's true. I said that's the one that I sent you, um, and I never send him full scripture. Out of, um, maybe I do, but typically I send him a book right. and a verse because he has to look it up. Right. I ain't gonna give it to him. You gotta do simple. the work. You gotta do the work. Yep. Yeah. I want you to see what it says. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe I do sometimes send it to him because <laughs> I want him to read it right away. <laughs> I want you to read this right now. <laughs> so, all right, guys. So. Did you, did you, do you feel like you have, did, did you answer that question? What you're Which doing one? for you right now? Yeah. I think that, you know, like I said, just executing these things, like mm-hmm. that's good for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Raina. She did this exercise with me. She's done it with a few other girls. Oh and gosh. Uh, Yo, can very... I plug real quick? I know you're about to plug Raina. Yep. <laughs> on my, on my other podcast. No, no, no. You know what? I my, decided that you cannot podcast. plug the other podcast. You didn't say my name and you didn't say my company. Did you hear it? Yeah, I did. I listened, and then I you said, I'm going to plug this. And I was I like, didn't, but he I didn't, didn't plug even say it? my name. No, you didn't. You said, <laughs> I work with another photographer in Fountain. Never said I my name. I didn't say the Never podcast. Never said who I was. I didn't was. say the podcast. You said, I have another podcast that I'm on. Did podcast you, shouting. I don't think you listened to it. I did. 
I have to listen to it again. So shout out, Brother Luck. I, I want to have you on my show. I will bring you oh, to you the show. Oh, you uh-huh. I'm getting a little Brother sick Luck. and tired of hearing about Brother Luck. When am I going to get introduced to Brother uh, Luck? Right, that is, right. We'll bring him on because he <laughs> even told Dana, you oh, well, I ain't in, I've been invited uh, no. to that podcast. And I'm like, uh, you know what? Uh, no. Dana didn't invite him to the podcast. Uh, I'll reach out to you. Brother Luck. And No Luck's Given, shout out to No Luck's Given podcast. Powerful story there. I will shout it out. You already know what I was going to do. So, yeah, because he made sure, like, oh, I'm going to make sure I shout you out. I'm like, this one didn't even shout me out. Like, what's he talking about? He hasn't shout you out I'm going to shout you out today. Because if clearly if I did it, I'm going to do it again. I listen. I be listening. <laughs> I be listening. I be quiet. I be quiet. I be talking All right, guys. So we're going to do a little exercise. And Tell I would recommend for again. anybody at home to try this. Now, you go, you're going to learn oh the, the trick God. behind this really quick. So maybe you can't do this. But like maybe tricks. you want to do something. It's not a trick. Okay? okay. I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> it's not a trick. But what I want you guys to do is I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock right now. Oh my gosh. And I want you to draw a circle, first and foremost. Bigger circle, Whitney. <laughs> okay, I want you to draw a big circle. And in 30 seconds, I want you to write down everybody who loves you. And Damn. go. Well, um, I don't like this. Everybody who loves you. Go. We, got, we really got to do yes, it? Yes, you're, you're timed right now. 30 seconds. I don't know. I'll just name everybody. So this is a great exercise for anybody that is listening. If you ever want to get like real, grateful, if you, you know want to be, you just look around, I see how many people like you got this. in your corner. Yeah, you know that's what I'm this done. does. Look, I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep writing for thirty seconds because I feel the stop. love. I feel the stop, love. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, so I'm gonna take dang pencils down, Dana. You're cheating. All right, I did one extra because I really f- just because you have a fan club. Everybody <laughs> see this on the screen. <laughs> Not that I have a fan club. Everybody see this is on the screen? Okay. So I'm just going to read out. um, Damn, you going to read them? Yeah, I am. (laughs) I'm going to read out. I I missed a lot of people. Damn, he didn't even put me. I missed a lot of people. All right. So hold up, hold up, hold up. He didn't put me. See, look, I put Whitney. You Uh, put me? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about everybody. Okay, so let's, let's, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Real time. Real time. Guys, he did not put my name on here. I got no love for Dana whatsoever. Look, a lot of people are going, don't read them because I got no, some don't people read for them. No, no, but no, no because you people. only had 30 seconds. You only yeah, had 30 There's I, plenty I got more, but here's, that's super but that's close to me. But here's but the But that's the thing is I got people super close to me that I went, I went a, nope, a wide nope, range. Nope, stop talking. That's not fair. What he Jasmine. means is he really doesn't love Jasmine? who's not on this paper. Jasmine? I'm just yeah, kidding. No, <laughs> I, I do love them because I started thinking different. No, no. I need your guys' attention right now. Okay. Damn, it's not going to be Leah. I'm sorry, Double R. Jasmine, Ness. Crystal, Jessica, Kyle. Yeah, see, look, Kyle is so random. Whitney, Lori, Weissar. Yeah. See, look. I Weisson. Got, see, look, all these. Joey and brother. Okay. <laughs> so, Whitney has mom, Mel, and Leah. Yep. Okay, so what I want to ask you guys is on this piece of paper is where's your name at? It's and not, where's your name at? It's not on there at all. That was Damn. the whole. That was the whole trick. Damn. The, see, look, yeah. And where's God's name at? Damn. And where's your son's name at? What? I didn't. Ask, we had thirty seconds. What the hell? So what this does <laughs> yeah. is this shows you subconsciously mm-hmm. where you put others in your life. Okay. Yep. In substance to, and actually the circle has something to do with where you place the people. Really? 
I don't mm-hmm. think so. I just was right. The, well, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> like, the core right here is right. missing for you. Yeah. This middle piece yeah. is missing for you. Yep. You have a lot of people in your core, but you don't have you at your core. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear she flipping this shit on us? So, <laughs> she's preaching right that. now. So, here's, and I did it too. Let me tell you something. I did it too. You. I did it too. When I started to write, I started to write down the people that love me. And she asked me, okay, so where are you at? Do you love you? Right. And I was like, damn, like, that's the most important piece. Do you love you? Who are you working for? What is your why? Mm. And if this ain't right, then none of these things can ever be right. right. Mm. Okay. So I have five questions for you, Dana, before we kick this off. Okay. She's about to get you. Right now? Oh, you already know what's coming? She's going to get you. You So let me stop my reset, my little stopwatch. This is like, now, so this is the hot seat, okay? I just want to tell you a couple things. (laughs) No, you're done talking. No, no, no. I just want to tell you a couple things. First off, first off, let me listen. I'm a podcast show. You got to listen to me. All right? I'm pretty proud of, like, how far you've come as a podcaster and host. Like, you you are really good at what you do. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you get kudos enough on these podcasts because... We always drive our energy towards the audience or the people, but like the growth that, and we could say this about other things, but like I've seen just in the podcast world and from like you um, giving the information out to the world and your, your people, like the growth has been so fun to watch. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? For me personally, it's like, this has been fun. And I could truly tell you, like, as much as I love brother and he, if he listens to this, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> our podcast is different than his. Yeah. I don't think I could ever do this on his podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might cry still, but <laughs> not like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> this is real. For real. Like, I, I'm being honest. So, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate Aww, I do have so a love cute. for you. Yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> he doesn't love me for real. He doesn't love me for real. Yes, I do. I have 30 seconds. Anyhow. I didn't even put my son. Like, that's how you know I was fucked up. I was like, oh, what's your, like, I could think of everybody. Everybody. This is. This is three. no, this is beautiful, and this is beautiful. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. beautiful, it's beautiful in its own way. In their own ways, yeah. But right? the the thing that is, and shout out Raina, like when she did yes. this, like seriously, it was so eye opening for me. Yeah. And it's because it, it's not, yes, it's subconscious. It's not like, yes, of course you would put your son. Of course I would put right. my, you know what I mean? Of course but, I would put you, Leah. But, <laughs> but there's a big, 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 big piece missing in both of these, as it was for me as well. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, damn, that's like, man, like, you know, this do is, you lo- who loves you? What well, it should be. I love me. Right. I love me. I don't, I don't know. There's no wrong. Right. Because when I when there I was doing no wrong. when I was doing the exercise and this might be different, you know, respectfully. No. So, like, I'm be honest. Um, I always say, like, I, I have 200 people that really know who I am. They're fans of me and what I'm There's doing in life. Of people. You know what I'm saying? So as I started writing the first couple names that I wrote, I was doing I just happened I was to doing be in family. This bucket. No, shut <laughs> up. No, 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 no. Stop. Let me get to my point on this one. This one's a good one. I was writing and Please I in the bucket outside. I st- I I'm started, just kidding. <laughs> Damn. Sure. Take it out. Take it out. The bucket or the bucket with the cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright y'all The point of me When I was writing <laughs> Go 
ahead, Dana. Go ahead. Right there, I just felt the love, okay? I felt the love. I realized how much love I have around me. Yes. Okay, okay so it hit, it hit you in a different way, which yeah. I love. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so when I was writing, I had a joy. I had some sense of a right, joy that right. I got from And then I popped his bubble. Act- activity. And then you fucked <laughs> me up. Oh, I'm not on there. <laughs> it's like, damn, I thought about some people who were, like, really close to me. I didn't even get to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, anyways. All right. So, Dana, what is your why? What is my why? Um, my why is because what if I didn't? You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps me going. Like, what if I didn't do this? Mm-hmm. Then I would never see the blessings that God has for me. And I always think about this. Like, it might make me cry again. But, like, um, God has the biggest dreams for us mm-hmm. and gives us the most potential. Mm-hmm. And, like, if we live up to that, that's upon us. Mm-hmm. And when I feel like when whatever it is, I always, I always say there's two things. One is like, if I had a wish from God, I would pray that like when I die, I could see my life again, but I want subtitles of my, of my thoughts played back to me. Mm. Okay. It's a weird thought. That's heavy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want, I want the subtitles of my thoughts. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But the other thing is, is that when you get to, you know, wherever you are or if, you know, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? I'm not debating these things. Um, <clears throat> What if you saw your full potential? Like you, God showed you who you could have been. Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot. So like my why I always say is my son and my sister. Mm-hmm. Like I want to show them a life that I know they've never seen. Because mm-hmm. I've never seen some of these things. And, you know, I, I want to do those things for them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's my why is them. Okay. But it's also what if like, why, why am I in this position? You feel me? Like, I didn't meet brother for no reason. I didn't mm-hmm. pick up a camera for no reason. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, like, I love to, people don't know this, but I love to rap. It's fun to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I do it for me all the damn time. Remember to go check out Dana Lally uh, on YouTube. I'm about no, to watch D-Lally, this video. D-Lally, 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 D-Lally. 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 Okay, uh, give me one thing that nobody knows about you. Ooh. Um, one, one thing that nobody knows about you. Um, Just one. I'm going to hold that for the next interview. Give okay. me three no! months. No! Uh, all right, okay. I give I give something else. Like, okay. Um, something else that nobody knows about me. Um. Damn, this one's tough. Like, where do I go with this? Help me out. Just um, like probably not a lot of people know that. Um, well, a lot of people don't know that I I like to rap. So I mean, that was a that, fun that one. was yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like, that was a good one. Yeah, I actually enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, better be good. I am. <laughs> <laughs> what is one thing that holds you back? Myself. Like, I, I'm, it's always me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the self-doubts. I still, everything that I preach to people, and this is the thing that I try to make transparent, is that a lot of the things that I post, write about, share these stories, and encourage, all these things are really for me. It's a selfish thing. Like, it's really for me. See, I don't think it's selfish at all. It's, it kind of is because, like, I'm trying, I'm, I'm sharing and I'm I'm, I'm, look, I'm paying attention. I'm looking. I'm for shoving at people's face like what helps me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know I do the same thing. It's if I read something and I think it's powerful right. enough that yeah. it might bless somebody it. else, then I I put it out there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. as simple as that. Another thing that I think is holding me back is um, is waiting for the right time to tell my story. You know what yeah, I'm he didn't want. He did not. I, did, I didn't want to tell my what story. What do you mean yet. tell your story? Like, well, do you mean like your book? My, your like, yeah, like I'm writing okay. a book. I'm writing a book. Um, the book isn't going to be like 
what I want to share completely, but it's going to give an, a base. It's going to at least give a foundation. Mm-hmm. And then I want another book to really be like the timeline of my life to show you like, this is what I was going through at these times. This is the things that I was dealing with. And this is what I was really doing. And uh, to be honest, like it's going to be a fucked up book. Like I'm a fucked up person. Yeah. But and, you know, uh, aren't we all like, yeah. aren't like we that. all, yeah. what are you like most that. afraid of Dana? Um, what am I most afraid of? Don't do this. I'm scared. I'm crying already. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared of losing my sister. You know what I'm saying? Be real with you. And it, it's been um, something that's on me heavy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I'm afraid of. You got me again. But that's it. What's one regret that you have? Um, I regret I didn't use my voice young. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, How yeah. would you have used it? I mean, a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> like just standing up yeah. for yourself? I mean, that way too, you know, 100%. Um, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't feel like I had anybody in my corner. Mm-hmm. So like, I was scared to share myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> powerful, you know, powerful, again. powerful. Yeah, it's good having Dana Keith on here, learning a little bit about his story, his why, his reasoning, who he is, what makes up Dana Keith. For those of you guys that are always wondering, <laughs> he is, you and what we get to see right, on many, <laughs> many different times. I just thought it was really important to yes. highlight, showcase his story because, um, you know, this is the stuff that people don't see as often and it's going to be shared. And uh, maybe it was shared a little bit sooner than what he thought, just this little piece. Yeah. Yeah. But um, for me, it's important, especially because you sit here with us all the time. And you know what I mean? We don't all have it together. That's the important oh. piece is yeah. that no matter where you're at in yeah. life, what you have in life, who you have in life, we all don't have it together. And we are all going through something, yep. you yep. know, so um, I appreciate your realness. Thank you. I appreciate your authenticity. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story. Your rawness. And we will have part two soon, guys. Yes, part two. Yes, yes. Out. In three months. Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was good, Dana. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> you talking to the mic. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> <laughs>